Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yes, welcome back. Let's talk some rugby union. This time to the one and only Will Greenwood who played... Ah, oh, 70-odd times for England at centre. He's an absolute champion pundit on the airways, giving us analysis on the TVs, and uh, we appreciate him coming on the show. Will Greenwood, morning, brother. How you doing? Morning. I'm just um, walking into my stand watching the Spain-Germany World Cup game, Ooh. so I've left my boys watching that and walked out to the study to talk some serious rugby with you, complete legend. <laughs> <laughs> it's Beaver and myself, mate. Well, we appreciate it. Let's well, talk glad. it. Let's talk I'll, the weekend. What's... Hey? You're probably drinking different stuff to me. I've got a glass of champagne in my hand. I'm suspecting <laughs> six o'clock in the morning. I've got something slightly different. We've just had our wee coffee, but hey, we finished work at nine AM. We're straight to the straight to the gym after yeah. this, mate, trying to work on our rigs. You know retirement life gets the better of you. Mate, talk to us. Weekend. What happened? Uh, I can't believe Australia came back to beat Wales. Is that what you want to talk about? <laughs> 21 oh. points up. It's all over. And the Aussies come back. Those wily, sneaky foxes from across the Tasman managed to dig out another win. They were great, actually. They're, they're boys off the bench. Uh, you see a lot more of them. McRae, Lonergan, these guys came on. And that new guy who is Nwanganai Tawasi. Wow. What yeah. a player. So... Fair play to them. Very. I know we're going to talk about England. Really disappointing for Wales. You can split it into sort of two halves of the Northern Hemisphere. France and Ireland went great. Had a great autumn. Scotland indifferent. And then England and Wales just want to forget November completely, forever. Oh, what? oh mate. mate. Just before we get to the topic you want to talk about as far as England, uh, Wales, they've... They, I guess, talk about falling off a cliff. Obviously, Georgia, you could have sort of thought, "Wow, well, that's just a one-off." Blah blah blah. But then, yeah. Aussie, who haven't been, I guess, they haven't been travelling that great to come back, turn around that nah. in about fifteen minutes on a puggy. It's one thing to turn around points like that, but on a puggy ground like Cardiff turned into, it seemed like it was slow yeah. motion, and no, nobody wanted to yeah. win it. Well, it's. I mean, you sort of look at one moment, and, and Sam Pete Samu, who, who made a massive impact mm. off the mm. bench. He picked off an intercept and he was gone and Tipperick trips him. Yep. Uh, and in the process, Tipperick gets a yellow. They kick to the corner, seven points, 34-25. The whole mood of Cardiff collapses because they're built like a deck of cards, uh, you know, a house of cards <laughs> at the moment. It was like when Tipperick went off, they removed the bottom <laughs> middle card and everything just collapsed. And then it was a strange one, really, with Wayne Pivak, who I like a lot. So it's 34-25. Mm. 
And I get there's sports science, and you're looking at sports science, you're looking, the guys are dropping off a little bit. But there's just certain people, yes, like McCall. Like McCall at that stage, you'd never take off. Um, no. You look around different countries. And they took off Falatau and Alan Wynne-Jones. Yep. Now, I know, you know, they're old, older boys, but it's 34-25. You're down to 14 men. The Aussies are on the charge. Get rid of sports science. Get rid of GPS systems. Mm. And just put lad, keep lads on the field who know how to to churn out a win, to stop the clock, to kill the clock, to stop, to take out the flow of the game, to make the right calls, to, to, to allow everyone else on the team, because they're quite a young team, to look around and go, yeah, there's a bit of a wobble, but we're all right. We've still got Toby. We've still got Alan Wynn. You know, we'll be absolutely uh, fine. And so they took those two guys off, and it just, it, it, honestly, it was, uh, it was a slow-motion train crash um, for them, which was... Um, a little bit like the week before for you guys. Mm. I know we're going to focus on England being woeful against South Africa, <laughs> but you, you completely killed us. You completely killed us for 72 minutes. And I've got one that I don't know if you guys have picked up on. But the best thing that happened to us last week was Bowden Barrett dropping a goal. Yeah. Yeah. That was the best thing. They, yep. You had a penalty advantage. 25 yards out. You could have kept playing for two minutes. The ref would have gone back to it. You'd probably have scored. Worst case, two minutes later, 73, gives a penalty, takes 90 seconds to kick it, 75. The best thing that happened to England last week was Bowden Barrett dropping that goal, legging it back, oh. gave us field position, gave us a chance. We've got Anyway, so we've seen it all autumn, these weird collapses. It seems like referees, once the momentum changes, just go, right, you, you just do whatever you want for the next 20 minutes because you're going to win because everyone loves an underdog coming back from behind. And um, Anyway, I'm wittering on. Let's talk about England and just how... Yeah, what's, what's the feel out there, Will? What's the feel uh, out there with uh, Eddie and, and England at the moment? Just give us a little uh, quick summation. I think that... Uh, look, I first went to Twickenham... Again, it's not about the All Blacks. In 1983, my dad was England coach, and we managed, we, we managed to scrape home. I was 11 years old. We won 15-9. Uh, and I've been going to Twickenham ever since then and love the place. I might have played, but I'm still a fan. I go down to my local rugby club on a Saturday when I can. I love it. And Twickenham, I was going to say Twickenham man, but that's unfair because it's now Twickenham man or woman, Twickenham child, completely turned. And there were people were booing. You know, you sort of associate that. You think, you know, we, we sit in our, you know, pompous sort of tower going rugby is above all that. And we, England fans would never boo their own country. That's what the football team do. Um, this would never happen. And I was in a hospitality function after and everyone's just turned. And you know what? We wouldn't mind if we were getting beat, if we were playing. But we played for seven minutes against New Zealand in the, in, take yeah. the Japan game, Argentina, New Zealand, South Africa. We played for 15 minutes against Argentina. We played for one minute against South Africa. We played for seven minutes against you. It's like 23 minutes of rugby we played in 240 minutes of Test Match Rugby. The the crowd feel as though they're paying 158 quid a ticket to go. And a mate of mine, who shall remain nameless, but he's a absolute rugby nose. He loves England. He loves England. He left at half-time. I mean, oh, I know wow. that's a strong that's a straw poll of one person but my mate would never leave at half time and he left oh. at half time and that, that's wow. sort of if you want to know where England are right now then then just demoralise I, I put a bit of a 
something out on Instagram about a sort of post-match summary, which stuck in the throat a little bit because it was the most soul-destroying game I've ever I've watched at Twickenham. 